everybody. It's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Rama S, Ari Rockefeller, Mako-chan, and Sailor Flair. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 134. We are that podcast that talks about anime, cons, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Rama S. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I'm Mako-chan. And to set the record straight, we will not be at New York Comic Con this year because we got DOS screwed. I don't care. Fuck those guys. Sis, when have you ever cared? Well, considering I don't go to that convention, it doesn't really matter to me, so... If you say so, Mandy. Meh. Okay, sweetie, <laughs> Mm, pardon me. You're pardoned. We are live tonight, the week of October 8th, 2013. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Um, if you have a chat client, such as uh, Merck, XChat, or Chatzilla, you can use irc.gamesearch.net. The chat room is Vogue. Or if you head on over to animejamsession.com slash Network. All the information is there for you to click on a link to bring you right into the chat room, a link that brings you to an alternate chat room if you don't have a chat client, and to our forums and our good stuff. And we are since we are live, check-ins are now open, so go on in, check in, enjoy the coffee, all the good stuff, and that's pretty much the gist of it. So, how is everybody this week? Meh. Meh. Sure, why not? Meh. Tired, very sleepy. I work in a party store for Halloween. This sucks. Mm. If we go to our chat room at live.vognetwork.com, Hockey Common goes, New York Comic Con, rated M from meh. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody needs to do that and just put Sweetie Belle like, sit, like laying right on top of it. Depending on how good my Photoshop skills are, I might, but who knows. Yeah, yeah. As you can, as I don't know if we have mentioned before, but we will not be at New York Comic Con this weekend because evidently, to the, to them, our rankings weren't high enough for us to get press passes. And since tickets practically sold out, and we're all on a budget, we're saving our money and we're putting it towards AAC. Besides, that gives us extra beer and alcohol money next weekend. Woohoo! And we are so gonna no. fucking need it. You guys are saving it for AAC. I'm still broke. Ah, broke, broke, broke. I got paid today, broke so and... I'm actually got some money in my pocket mm. for once. Money? What is that? I know, right? Yeah. It's bad enough I had to sell my soul once again, so, you know. And I'll explain that in just a bit. So, anywho, let's get the ball rolling here. Alright. So, Ari, how was your week and how was your day? I got off jury duty. How'd you pull that off, sir? I called him up this morning before I got ready for work, and I pretty much called bullshit because it's like you said. I complained about it earlier a couple weeks ago, and you had said, or someone had said, that this is what happened last year. This is why you couldn't go to AAC. Yeah, I said that. Because yeah. of jury duty. Mm-hmm. And that was the eureka moment that, like, that made me think, oh, wait, did I? Yeah, I did. So, yeah, I called them up, and they and they searched your records, and they found out, oh, yeah, you're right, you did. You were here last year. 
see, I, I get that Jersey is a small state, but it's not that small where everyone has to serve once a year. I mean, really. Yeah, it's once every three years. Mm. And uh, apparently the suffix at the end of my real name really like threw them into a conniption fit. Mr. This is why my dad and I aren't at the same bank anymore, because we've had issues with that. I mean, you haven't really lived until $1,200 for a mortgage payment was taken from the wrong the wrong person. Well, they probably thought uh, Rockefeller Jr., Rockefeller Sr., they both have money. Pull. I like this. Yeah, nothing like nothing like tr- trying to pay for dinner and go h- hitting up an ATM and asking yourself, why am I suddenly nine hundred plus some odd dollars in the hole? But you would think that they would know the difference based on the account numbers, you know, and social security numbers. Exactly. But no, the 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 banks and the governments, like like local and state governments, they have their heads up their own asses when it comes to shit like that. What about the shutdown? Hmm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not getting a paltry five dollars for like six weeks from now from for sitting in a room for the better majority of the day when I may or may not actually be picked for a jury. So there's that. Six weeks. They sent my money in two, <laughs> which surprised the hell out of me. Again, heads up, ass, etc. Yeah, and uh. Originator. Yeah, yeah. if you do serve, that's an extra 40 bucks in your pocket, so... And you only have to beat it for 2-3 hours if you're there between, like, late July and early September when it's, like, a lull in the judicial system. But, yeah. No, that's New York. Mm. I know, that's why I'm Jersey, telling you. Jersey, you only get paid if you go in. And it's like, only $5 I... per day. Yeah. Wow, they give you... And then if you're on the, if you're on the jury, it's, like, 20 Wow, they don't even give you enough to cover for McDonald's. Nope. I was prepared to unleash all sorts of uh, bullshit reasons why I would not be a, a good and fair and impartial juror. Like, I'd conduct my own investigation. I'd vote how I'd vote whatever to uh, whatever would get me off this goddamn jury the quickest. I'd say I'm prejudiced against every race. Hell, I could even say I'm a Freemason. That would have and someone will just hit the eject seat, the eject button on my seat. <laughs> That's yeah, happened well, before. I, I believe it. But look, working retail, you know, working retail, you develop that, you, you, that you, you, extra you, you, special you, disdain for your your fellow man. No, no, you become you pull that whole race car when you're at least in retail for a minimum of two weeks. Huh. But yeah, that's that's how shit went for me today. Other than that, just work and getting paid. Oh, that's good. See, now that you said that, I'm reminded of this one image meme that I have on my computer. Um, it's a Nokia phone, and it says, Calling Bullshit. <laughs> I, I've, had, I've had to pull that out a couple times, and I asked a friend of mine, so that's why you have a Nokia phone. Well, he agreed, but you know. So, Mako-chan, how was your week and how was your day? Meh. Okay, Apple. <laughs> okay, sweetie Belle. You can only do that oh so many times. Sorry. I'm just, I'm so freaking tired. I work in a party store, as you guys know. So, 
the month of October is like the busiest month out of the entire year. Um, so, so, that, so yeah. So does that mean when you come into work, they put like the happy birthday cone on your head, and you have that grumpy, grumpy cat look on your face, and you're telling them aisle three? Not quite. I'm gonna actually start like wearing custom items to work because I can. Hmm. But um, yeah, it, it's it's. Just don't show up as Songo. No, I'm not gonna wear any of that stuff. Nobody's gonna know who Halloween the fuck I am. Store a while ago during the uh, Halloween season. Yeah. And because we also yeah. had sold the uh, quote-unquote, you know, risque costumes, hmm. the uh, guy who ran it like wouldn't let me, wouldn't let me specific, wouldn't let me into like this one part of the store where they were kept because there was a dressing room there. Also, he specifically forbade me from using the register, so it wasn't a nice time working there. I'm pretty sure that guy was an asshole. Uh, pretty much. Yeah, sounds like it. I've come, but to- yeah, I mean, I, I I wouldn't mind it so much if like I spent eight hours on my feet, which I don't mind, except that the floors are concrete, so it's eight hours on my feet on concrete. Which sucks. That must, hurt, that must hurt your back and your feet. The doctor's shoulders must not be well working, huh? Yeah. Well, I don't have enough money to be able to afford insoles for my shoes. If I could afford insoles for my shoes, I wouldn't have a problem. Fair enough, fair enough. And getting but newer, more comfortable it, like, shoes is out of the question, I'm guessing. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Obviously, if I can't afford insoles, I can't afford shoes. But he's got it down that everybody's going to work six days a week for the month of October. Is it so? I get one day a week off. Is it just me, or does it seem like people who run their own businesses are more of an asshole compared to people who who work in like a in like in a corporate store or something like that? Because they have what's called SOP. SOP? Standard well, yeah, Operation I mean, Protocol. Oh, oh, okay. Why did I blank on that first? Yeah, when you're working for a chain like Target, they've got certain rules. You've got to take a break, a, a meal break, before six hours is up. Mm-hmm. You have to work, like, this. you have a certain amount of hours that you can work, um, and you have to stay under that to be part-time. Whereas, when you're working for somebody that owns their own business, they can give you whatever hours they want to give you. They don't have to give you a break if they don't want to, and if they do give you a break, they can make up their own break rules. So, his rules are every five hours, you get a meal break. Which sucks when you go in and you're only working five and a half hours. How long but is your break? 30 minutes. It's not too bad. But, I mean, the whole thing is is he usually pulls in an extra 5 to 10 people just for October. He decided to save money and not pull those people in, not need to train them, and he's just going to work the 8 people that he has until they collapse. 
Yar mule, yar! Yeah. And you know, like, it, it, it's not even, because I need the money, so that's not the worst part. The worst part is, um, there are a lot of retirement communities around here. And there are a lot of old people coming in for costumes. And they're not going for, you know, like, um, nice costumes. They're going for the risque costumes. And they don't have the form to pull it off? It's not even that they don't have the form. It's, I mean, personal preference. I really don't want to see some 70-year-old granny with lots and lots of wrinkles in a burlesque outfit. <laughs> so, in in other words, you don't want to see your grandmother coming in the store buying a Betty Page uh, costume. Something Sorry, like that. I just that, threw up yeah. my mouth a little. And when I just said it's going to stick to Mako-chan's skull in three... I'm I'm Two, just I'm trying not to think one, about it because I don't want to I don't want to be grossed out. What, but yeah, I mean that that's you're... the that's the worst part of this whole entire thing is watching all of these like older sixties in their seventies these women going for the costumes that like the older teenagers usually go for the twenty year olds usually go for the ones where their asses are hanging out. <sighs> You really need to post a question like that on your Facebook. <laughs> I was actually gonna. I, I was actually trying to post that today on Facebook, except that um, where I'm stationed, or where I was stationed today, mm-hmm. is in the very back of the store, and the whole entire building is basically concrete. So, getting service in the back of the store is hit or miss. I so I couldn't even people. I couldn't even put it on Facebook and just try and get it out there and just gross everybody else out as much as I was. Well, it could be worse. How could it be worse? Please don't finish that sentence. Yeah, it could be worse. It could be Mako Chan's grandmother coming in dressed as Beavis, also wearing a Betty Page burlesque costume. See, that's just <laughs> no. Would you like some brain bleach? No. <laughs> Love you, bestie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't think it would take that long to crack you. So, anywho, as my tip. My typical day lately consists of me going to bed around 4 in the morning, waking up around 10, 11 o'clock, eating, sitting in front of the TV, and marathoning Hawaii Five O. and I finally finished that up, like, earlier this afternoon, so now I can actually watch stuff that's on my DVR I've been ignoring for the last week and a half, close to two weeks, actually. Um, I have, like, three interviews tomorrow, no, this week. Thankfully, one's on Skype, so I have enough space between going out to Jersey and coming back home and catching the call. So that's a blessing in disguise right there. I was going to go get my hair cut, you know, tonight, but um, by the time I gotten back, the guy was closing up, so I'm like, shit. So I have to get up early, see if I can catch him in the morning, and see if I can get, get in the chair by 10 and be on my way by 10.30, so... Let's see where that takes me. 
Um, other than that, that's just about the gist of my week. Um, oh, and I finally went out and replaced my copy of Metal Gear Solid 4. And this is a funny story. So, I, I loaned the game out to my old roommate. So, I sent him a, an email, you know, can I get my game back? Either PayPal me 22 bucks, which is price in tax, or just mail it to me, which would be like what two, which would be like what two or three bucks, or you know, just be like meet me somewhere. I get an email back from him, a message back from him um, with in PayPal for the money, saying he doesn't have the time to go looking for it, and he wishes me on the best of my future endeavors. My first thought is, you've had this game for over six months. You've been living at that place for more than six months. You don't know where it is. That's just lazy. Knowing him and knowing how he is, I'm not surprised. Exactly. So I so I sold my soul to the devil yet again and went to GameStop and purchased it for seven bucks. And they have like this special pre-owned games, two for ten dollars. And looking at the list, there's at least um eight games on here I'd like to purchase, and I'm like, well. I guess I really can't hate on GameStop as much as I used to. I just have to find select locations where I can um, buy the games that I want. I'll continue to buy my new games at GameStop and, I mean, at Best Buy. And on Amazon, they're reasonably priced. But when it comes to these sales, I may just have to go um, go to GameStop. Because they got both Blas Blue games for PS3, God of War, Dynasty Warriors 6, and Wolfenstein. Those are games I may just have to pick up. So, especially Dynasty Warriors. Especially Dynasty Warriors. Oh, did I mention Dynasty Warriors? <laughs> what? Don't give me that look. I'll give you whatever the hell look I want to. Oh, jeez. It's going to be one of those episodes, huh? Yeah, probably. Mm. Oh, and um, I did post that um that image of Artemis in the in our Facebook chat in our Facebook fan page. Well, yeah, I saw. Yeah, one of the best uh, uh comments on that was, you know what they say about cats with with long whiskers. Yeah, I saw that. I, I approve. I, I, I'm 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 partial to fan service. I'm naked in every episode. Gratuitous fan service. Or um, I was gonna put some like, you mad? You seem angry. You're a little perturbed. Something like that, cause it's the smirk, you know. Or it could be like. Or it could be something along the lines of, um, you know, like like if Artemis happens to walk in on Minako and he has that look of, well, just for the record, I've seen where she did that before. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's just, yeah. <laughs> that was bad and you should feel bad. But I don't and you're not Zoidberg. You're only an eighth. No, technically I'm half, but whatever. Just shut up and eat your bagel. I don't have a bagel, but a bagel sounds amazing right now. Bagel with... But I have Wawa, I have Wawa green tea. That's good. So, 
maybe a, bag a bagel with, with uh, cream cheese and peanut butter? That's no. Good. If you're gonna do it right, it's a bagel with some schmear. Mm, or cream cheese and locks, you know. You gotta do it that way. Schmear. Same diff. Shut up. Schmear is if you're from Brooklyn. Locks if you're from the Lower East Side. Whatever it is, it's nasty. <laughs> <laughs> If we go to the chat room um, at live.vognetwork.com to go back to your your weekend day, Rageinator wants to know um, if the granny panties did have skid marks. No, thank God they didn't. Because that's just ew. Uh, Tarjay Horror Stories, gotta love it. Not Tar Tarjay today. Same thing if you think about it. No. <laughs> and on that note, I think we should go ahead and take our first break. Sounds like a plan. Okay. Alright, let me move this right over here, and, um, yeah, we'll be back.
if you like independent podcasts, please check out some of our independent podcasting friends. It's Orange Lounge Radio, where they discuss video games, gamer culture, and lifestyle with Sky, Dark Sakura, and Loki. Listen live Sundays at 9 p.m. Eastern Time on VogNetwork.com. And right before them is the Bobby Blackwolf Show. It's video games and gamer talk starting at 8 p.m. If Warcraft is your taste, listen to Horde House with Sky and Extifer, Wednesdays at 10. If you want a more female perspective of what we do, listen to Electric Sisterhood with Ninja Sister and Pandelicious at electricsisterhood.com. If you prefer geek slash pop culture and sci-fi, it's podculture.net with Brad, Mondays at 9, and Under Sedation Live with Travis and Jessica, Saturdays at 10. Also check out The Brooklyn Otaku with D-Styles and Company. You can find them at facebook.com slash the Brooklyn Otaku. Alright, so get this shit. Now, we I've discussed long and hard about my story with my Astro headsets, right? Mm-hmm. So, Alright, so, and as I, the last part of the story is, they sent me in the confirmation email saying they fixed my headset, sent it back to me, and I sent them an email saying that I'm missing some cables, but I can't buy them in the store. Now, they sent me the replacement cables. And they still fucked up. I requested the microphone, the uh, mobile media cable, and new ear pa- earpads because I plan to sell this. I got the earpads. took me a little bit to get them on there, but they're on. Got the microphone. That's good. And I got the media cable. Doesn't work with it. They sent me the one for the updated 2013 model. Mind you, in the email, I, I specifically said which one I needed. So I sent them yet another email saying I need that exact model again. So now that media cable I'm using for the podcast. So now I have two cables when I, with, with, um, with what I do. So now I have one cable for the phone and one cable for, for the headset. So unplug and go. Yeah. So anywho, let's go, let's go ahead and get down to business. But before we do that, um, I want to let everybody know, if you head on over to our website at AnimeJamSession.com, we have a little bumper on the right-hand side for an Indiegogo campaign for our friend Cat. We're still fundraising, so right now we're at $4,888 with 37 days left. We're still asking people to give and donate that they can. If you can't donate, just continue to share this out and spread the word. I still have a few other, few more favors to cash in, but um, we'll see how that goes. Um, for more information about, about this, you can go to our website, AnimeJamSession.com. Or you can go to igg.me slash at slash love for Venus. And let me go ahead and put this in the chat room so that people can take a look at it. Um, at the chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Hockey Common goes, I have the Sony headphones for the PS3 with the USB dongle, but I haven't used them in months. Well, with my headset, I can use them on my phone, use them on the computer. And with the Mixamp, I can use it on my PlayStation 3 and on my Xbox 360, which is pretty cool. And besides, these things have a better audio quality than those, um, than the ones that I have. 
and when I'm going, when I am gaming with other people, I will move the mix amp and the headset and go over and rock with those. And actually, the audio quality is really freaking phenomenal under them. So yeah. Anyway, now that we got now that we got some some good news out the way, let's go ahead and start on our our daily topics. Um, I'll go ahead and kick things off. And here we go. Looks yeah. Comedian voice actor uh, Yakuin Sakarazuka and Yasuo Saito passes away. Yasuo Saito, 37-year-old comedian and voice actor known by his stage name uh, Yakuin Sakurazuka, and 55-year-old Tokorozaka City resident Kotaro Tsunamori died in a traffic accident on this past Saturday. About 4.50 p.m., a minivan carrying uh, people, the median strip of the Chigoku Expressway and Mean, Yamaguchi Prefecture, uh, Sato and Suma were thrown from the vehicle and struck by traffic. Two people suffered minor injuries. Um, what was going on is that Saito was traveling to a concert in, a, in Kunamono Prefecture. Saito rose to popularity by cross-dressing as a character, Sukupan Kyoko, and the sailor uniform with the shinai, which is a bamboo sword. He later voiced several characters in anime, such as um, Takuo Kira and Full Moon Osakashite, and Ryusuke Sakakura and Zetai Shonen. Other roles include uh, Raiden Hijikata and Inazuma Eleven, Aqua and Jewel Pet Twinkle, Pins and Metal Fight Beyblade Baku, which was known here as Beyblade Metal Masters, Ken Kamagaruma and Aisho 21, Mickey and Rainbow uh, Nishi Rokubo no Shinchin, Leon and Porfino Nagitabi, Yusu Kamijo and Kuchira Katsu Katsushikaku, Kamiriko and Mahe, Hashi Sojo, and Satan Onizuka and Detective Conan. That was probably the only one you were probably concerned about, wasn't it? Hmm? Talking to you, Mako. Eh. <laughs> eh. <laughs> well, it's a tragedy, and our hearts go out to those families. Okay, and and I know the next one you want to take, so why why don't you go right ahead? Certainly. Okay, uh, Curly. So, um, shut up. <laughs> anyway, so um. Last week, uh, a bunch of art was released, and it seems it was art for the unmade but a fish snake Pliskin anime series. Now, those of you that don't know who Snake Pliskin is, Snake Pliskin is from uh, the Escape movies, Escape from New York and Escape from L.A., and uh, Snake Pliskin was played by Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell, eat your um, heart out! <clears throat> yeah, those of you who also don't know, Snake Plissken is, uh, well, basically very strongly, uh, Snake Plissken very strongly influenced um, Metal Gear's Snake from look to the way he acts and all of that. Um which is the main reason why I don't want there to be a Metal Gear movie, but anyway. But, uh, yeah, so uh, information was released on if my freaking thing would stop freezing. Um, information was released and pictures about the anime and the game that was going to be released. 
And... Yay, Firefox froze on me. Yeah. Anyway, so... Oh, there we go. Is it going? It's going! Yay! Uh, I'm looking at the cover box. So, yeah. Snake Pliskin's first escape. <laughs> yeah, I think it was actually supposed to be, like, a prequel on how Snake came to be. Um... Basically, how he got into it and all of that. It's his origins. But anybody that's really into those types of movies uh, probably would really, really like uh, the Escape movies. And I'm really kind of upset that um, the anime didn't happen because uh, here, uh, the anime project... Um, the imaging, the images are impignable, and as stated above, I'll be bringing more, blah, blah, blah. Here are some characters for the show generated by Awesome Product uh, Production IG, uh, which is from, Go uh, who does Ghost in the Shell. So, a lot of the characters, the style, the, just the, the actions, the, all of that is very... Ghost in the Shell esque, so it's actually kind of awesome looking at this. Being a fan of Ghost in the Shell as well, just to see how it would have played out, and knowing that that was who was going to be working on it, and seeing how they did with Ghost in the Shell, uh, really makes me upset that they didn't continue with this anime. There was a, uh, I believe, like a one-off. <laughs> comment and they think Escape from LA that talks about how Snake apparently survived some kind of incursion or whatever in Cleveland which for, for all we know could have just been a normal day in Cleveland, Ohio but that's not the point. Fuck Maybe Ohio. this uh, this, fr this first escape might have dealt with that his, his time in Cleveland I'm guessing. It's possible. I mean it, it unfortunately it doesn't say and like I'm looking at the box the back of the box art which just basically says it's based on the character it's his origin story but it doesn't really say much of anything but looking at this and looking at the way that it's done um it looks kind of not necessarily first person shooter but metal gear like well S snake Pliskin is the pretty much the blueprint for Solid Snake, so... Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. But, I mean, just looking at the game design itself, just uh, the couple of game pictures that are on the back of the box, and looking at the demo um, movie that is included, it's very reminiscent of Metal Gear. Who is buzzing like that? Not me. I'm not sure. Well, whatever it is, it's gone now. Oh, it's back. I gotta wonder if the, uh, the game will properly capture all the uh, 1980s decadence and sleaze. You know? Mm, maybe. Mm. Well, unfortunately, the game was uh, never to be finished. But, yeah, I'm kind of upset that it never... 
never went through. Well, because it's all kinds of awesome. Well, who knows? I mean, same thing happened to the the sequel to the Run One Half Fighting Game that never came here, but. Unlike some games that never see the light of day, someone gets their hands on it and rips it and releases it to the world. Unfortunately, you know, I'm going to guess that was probably a mock-up of what it was going to be, but the game, I wouldn't be too surprised if the game wasn't um, completed, you know? Well, according to them, it's just the demo, Mm. so... Who knows if the game they were working on was anything like the demo... Possibly, because funny, thing, I can picture Escape more like a first-person shooter type, you know. Yeah. But yeah, um, let's see, moving on. Uh, let's see what we got here. Or right, you want to take this one? I think all three of us are going to have a field day with this. Um, is it the one about the dubbing rumors? Yep. Alright, sure, I'll take a crack at it. You the skip one, but okay. Wait, wait, which one did I skip? The one about Attack uh, on Titan. The Attack on Titan? Oh, oh, I, that was purely by accident. Bring that up. Please go ahead. You, you do that. I, I, you know what happened when I opened up all the links? That one probably didn't get popped up, so... That's probably what happened. All My right, apologies. Then. So, yeah, Season 2 of Attack Attack on Titan hasn't been greenlit yet. (laughs) That sucks. Uh, Pony Canyon pre-screened the last episode of Attack on Titan on Saturday at a live event that streamed in theaters across Japan. The ending card for the 25th and final episode had hinted at a cliffhanger. Director Tetsuo Araki, producer Tetsuyo Kinoshita, animation producer Tetsuya Nakatake, manga editor Shintaro Kawakubo, and voice actors... Yuki Kaji, who plays Aaron, Yui Ishikawa, who plays Mikasa, and Marina Inoue, who plays Armin. Did I pronounce that right? Armin or Armin? Just think as an Armin Hammer, you know? Okay. Armin, okay. Had attended the event for discussion. Hajime Ishiyama, the writer and artist for the manga, was a last minute special guest for the event. After the last episode screen, the staff and cast all implied their intentions and desire to continue the anime in the future. However, there has been no green light given just yet. Now, the, now it seems like the anime is turning into a real cash cow with all the uh, merchandise we've mercilessly yes. mocked on the show in previous episodes. So, well, there's one, there's one product we have yet to mock. Um, Attack which, on Titan's the flamethrower. No, Attack on Titan the dildo. <laughs> oh, the Attack on dildo. Yes. At least it looks like what? At least it looks like a dildo compared to the Kingdom Hearts 2 vibrator that was floating around. Yeah. Yeah, well, they're not going to greenlight season 2 until the manga's done. That would make sense. He's already stated that he wants to end it at 20. <laughs> it's at 11 now. So, we're not looking at a new season until at least next year. And late next year at that. See, I... I, That's it, because the the manga comes out once a month. So, you figure if he's at 11 now and he wants to get to 20, this month still has to come out, so you figure eight months after that. 
would be the ending of the manga, and that's when they could start on the new anime series. So you're looking at possibly this time next year for them to be able to do a season two to finish off. See, that, that, that makes sense, because honestly, the way people flip the fuck out about filler episodes, it makes more sense. Do your X amount of episodes, bring the second season the following year, instead of like dragging it out with filler episodes that's going to piss the fandom off. Like they did with things like Naruto, Bleach, Dragon Ball Z. Well, it worked for Dragon Ball Z partially, but in the end, it kind of killed Bleach. But then again, it's Bleach. Yeah. Well, I mean, look at all the other stuff for Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan that's coming out that will keep it fresh and new. Mm-hmm. There's the live action movie that they're doing what? based off of what's yeah. There's they're doing a live action movie. Oh, that shit better be in 3D IMAX. <laughs> Think about that shit. That I don't Makes know about. Sense. That I don't know about, but mm-hmm. they're doing that. They've got the um, internet browser game. They've got the 3DS game coming out, which looks amazing so far. And I have to get a flash. They've card got. Um, they've got a prequel series for I, the manga. I think that that first issue that was released this week or last week. Something like that. Yeah, I have to try and look for it. But it's they've got one prequel that's all about the walls going up. And they've got one prequel about the um the making of the three D maneuver gear. So I mean it's not full series prequels, but it's something to basically tide you over until they get enough stuff to be able to put more, uh, put an, uh, another anime season out. Okay, that makes sense. But yeah, there's a lot of crap coming out. So don't count Attack on Titan as just done now. It'll be here for the for the 2014 fall lineup. And we all be salivating over it then. Yeah, and right now everyone is going gaga over the new fall lineup. I'm like, fall anime lineup? I'm like, wait, when did this become like top? I remember, you know, getting excited for the fall TV show lineup and like, you know, the new Saturday morning cartoon lineup, but fall anime lineup? Okay, I can get with that. I can get yeah, they, they've got the, the fall anime lineup. They're already looking into the winter lineup, the spring lineup. And my... It's... And mind you, with hmm? these lineups, there's no mention of Sailor Moon. Ain't that a bitch? Nope. Maybe they're just so far not a thing. No, it's, I think it's, I think Kotakuchi no, is just trolling the it, fandom. That's all. Like I said, dicking. They're not trolling the fandom. It's um, I think it's I think we'll be discussing it a little bit in the next article, but they are um basically uh. Coming to problems and issues between the writer, creator, and owner of Sailor Moon and Toei. Oh, which is what happened? Yeah, which is what happened during the last anime. Goody. Yeah, because I mean, you figure she's gotta be 
she's still upset with what they did with the Starlights. All and right. how drastic a change there was from the manga Starlights and the uh, anime Starlights. So I'm guessing that it's stuff like that. The stuff that they were having arguments over during the first anime. Alright, but I'm just saying, but remember, with PGSM and the new Ceremiu, Naoka had like full control. So I don't see what the issue is with the anime, you know? I mean, I do, but at the same token... The I issue don't. is... The issue is the people that are making the anime. Lovely. Now, speaking of, let's go That's ahead. what the issue is. Let's go ahead and jump on this. Sailor Moon voice actress talks dub rumors. Linda Ballantine says that there might be a new dub. And you would think that um, they would um, spell check and grammar check this. Anyhow, Sailor Moon rumors are pretty much constant and there's rarely much signal among the noise. That said, a few interesting comments have come from interesting sources recently. France's Japan Lifestyle has commented that the new anime was delayed due to creative differences between Toei and Naoko Takeuchi. Meanwhile, Linda Ballantine, the voice of Serena, a.k.a. Sailor Moon, for episodes 83 to 159, has went, went to Twitter about the new dub. Um, we have one tweet that says, Excellent, by the way, is it true that Sailor Moon's coming back because it would be my number one favorite? Which, that, that we knew. But... She responded to that saying, not sure on the details on that. Rumor has they may voice it in Dallas with all new actors. Okay. When you hear that, everyone's going to be like, it's Funimation, it's Funimation. I knew it. I fucking knew it. As awesome as that would be, it doesn't really sound like what she's hinting at. Yeah, yay and nay. She's sighing because, here's the thing, the original series was dubbed in Canada. And then it was helped in a production with Cloverway. Also another Canadian company. Now, there is no dubbing company in Dallas. You have in Fort Worth, uh, Funimation, and not too far from them, I think, is Sentai Filmworks, Section 23, and another that was a spinoff of, um, of ADV. I think it was Nozomi Entertainment or something. I, I don't remember. Yeah. There's nothing specifically in Dallas. Yeah, but Dallas is where they get a lot of their talent from. Mm. Plus, people tend to lump Dallas and Fort Worth together as one big city sometimes anyway. Yeah, true. But here's the thing, though. Now, I can understand that because when Funimation um, dubbed um, Tenchi Muyo GXP... They caught so much flack over the one episode where they had the original Tenchi Muyo cast there, and it was brand new voices. Now, I know when they, when they did the new OVAs, they brought back the original voices. Now, I don't know if I want the original voice team on, on the dub. I kind of do, but at the same time, I you, you've got to you've got to be careful on what you say is original. Technically, technically, Jupiter is the only one that did not have different voices throughout mm-hmm. 
English dubbing series. Jupiter, Luna, and Artemis are the only ones of the quote-unquote main characters mm -hmm. that were not changed. And I mean, except for um, Luna's slightly British accent, I didn't mind it. This is, uh, both Amy's voices, I didn't mind it. I would have preferred um, the original voice for Serena if she toned it down a notch, you know. And I, I didn't even... I didn't know um, who did Mina. I didn't know there was two people, but you know. Mm -hmm. But I think the cast up to for original and R, I would prefer over the cast that was S and Supers. You know. Mm -hmm. Well, except, some of the voices got pretty bad. Well, except for those, except for the ones who did um, Hotaru, uh, Haruka, and Michiru, or should I say Michelle? And Amara. The fuck? Oh, you mean the cousins? The fuck? Kissing cousins. What is this? Yeah. Sailor, what is this? Sailor Moon, Kentucky? Yeah! I'll punish y'all. Yeah! See, but the funny thing is that the fact I'm just more amused about the fact that they got away with it. That's the amazing part that they pulled that shit off. Now, I mean, they could have adjusted the dub when they were... Really not surprised. I know, but I'm just saying, if they adjusted the dub just a bit, they could have pulled it off if they were siblings, you know? But that would still come off as a little creepy. Well, it depends on how you... Yeah. Depends on how yeah you, in this you case, they dubbing. just did not edit any of the subtext or uh, the subtleties between them in the, light, in the slightest. There's just a, a couple of throwaway lines that they were cousins... Mm -hmm. Which only just made it fucking worse. True. But the thing is, is that when I was watching it in the original Japanese, after seeing the episodes, I'm like, they're lesbians? I don't see it. Maybe because I didn't see the subtext of it or anything like that. It just, you know, or maybe because of the people I hang out with and associate with. It's just, I just didn't see it, you know? But it was, like, more believable in stars. I mean, not believe, but more convincing. Mm. Well, it was just more out there. They didn't rub it in your face. Mm. I suppose so. Alright. Let's see. Well, if anything, if Funimation really does have the rights to Sailor Moon, they would have said that at AX, and if not, they're going to say it at New York Comic Con. And Well, that's what a lot of people are saying, is that because all of this is leading up to Comic Con, Hold on. Um, that something is going to be said. Hold on for one second, Mako. Uh, I'm g I gotta get my phone real quick, okay? Uh, I gotta make a phone call. I gotta call bullshit! <laughs> well, I'm just saying what's being said in the comments. 
I, I believe I'm going to make a meme and put that on my wall. Like Funimation to announce that they have the rights, to the American North American license rights to Sailor Moon, and put above it calling bullshit. That's what I'm, that is what I'm going to do. So, anywho, moving right along. And I actually like this. That is pretty cool. Uh, Which one? Yeah. So Smart glasses. The Yeah, the smart glasses. So there's a new smart glass out um, that basically it's auto-translating. Um... What the the new advances in technology? You don't really need to wait for English releases of manga. Um, basically, these glasses with an internet connection um, will basically read the text and translate it into what you want. Right now, it's a uh, you can translate. It's supported in Japanese, Chinese, Korean, and English, mm-hmm. and it's translated on the fly. Um, they're basically saying right now that it's probably not a good idea for manga as you're not going to get the true verbal nuances and all of that stuff with it. It's just not going to translate fully how you would want to. But it's going to be good for people that are, say, going on vacation. Yeah, yeah. I need to read road signs or menus or just basically having to navigate a foreign country. But it's awesome that it's just it's right on the fly. It's you're, it's just translating for you. I you know what it is. You know what it might be. It's like probably in in the in the device itself is like like maybe about a thousand like known popular words and verbs and phrases ready for translate so it sees it and recognizes the kana and knows what it is because that would make a lot more sense compared to reading a manga you know because it's going to take it some time to pull everything together mm-hmm. and it's yeah, not pl- like- plus the uh, jokes and the uh, references in the manga you, there's often like lots of little footnotes in the translator's notes in the back of the, the manga too so that that really wouldn't transition well from one language to another, which is why, you know, little uh, you know, this was why I have a little, oh, what am I trying to say? I guess character ticks or uh, ways of speaking end up being different from one person. Like a uh, Rock Lee in a Japanese Naruto speaks uh, really formal and like polite. And in a mm-hmm. dub, they just say, "Okay, he doesn't. He's not going to use any cons- contractions at all, like uh, stuff like that." Or occasionally, if someone's extra polite, they give him a British accent for whatever reason. You know what I'm getting mm-hmm. at, right? I see British accent. No, no, yeah. this is not Ron Malenaf, but <clears throat> but um, you know. Hold on. Fuck, I just lost my train of thought on that one. But now I remember. See, one reason why it's a lot more usable and a lot quicker, because if you think about it, like, if you're, let's say you were to look at look at that guide, and you wanted to figure out what the words were, and let's say you use Google Translate, you would put it in Google Translate, send it up. It would go to the cloud, and come back with an answer. Whereas, 
This device has all the symbols fully translated right there, which will probably give you an answer a lot quicker than compared to, oh, say, you know, going online, like Siri or S Voice, you know? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. But I, I tell you what, though. A device like this would make tra- international travel so much easier. So, let, let let's see what it can come up with. So, see where it can go from there. Okay, now moving right along. Five horror anime to jumpstart your Halloween. It's that month of the year again when all of those who are helplessly in love with Halloween come out of our shells to celebrate night after night of spook-filled fun. Whether you're attending costume parties, trick-or-treating, or staying at home to pass the sweets, there's always something to look forward to, even for the everyday otaku. Throughout this month, we're going to hover around a horror theme. That means most of our posts and reviews will be related to anime and manga, well, the site that we got it from, Project Otaku. Um, here's a handful of horror anime that might just be worth your time. Shinjeki no Kyojin or Attack on Titan is not included in this, even though it's been classified as horror. I don't know. I can't see Attack on Titan as a horror anime. More it's a lot more action-oriented. Yeah, it's a lot, yeah, it's more action. Number, first up on the list, High School of the Dead. If you're surprised to see High School of the Dead on this list, you shouldn't be. Sure, it has a lot of etchy moments, but there's nothing wrong with that. Not a fan of Opai? Well, the zombies more than compensate for it. It's also Psycho. Or Seiko. Anyways, it's not your typical horde of undead, nom-nomming people's faces sort of thing. Only because it's anime. Number two. Ghost Hunt. Zombies not your cup of tea? Well, there's always ghosts too. Ghost Hunt is also available to watch on Netflix. Don't be afraid to join this team of paranormal researchers as they not seek out those crafty little spooks, but learn more about themselves as well. Rin, Daughters of, Min- of Memiosan. Or maybe you prefer a bit more gore and a bit more things that will scar your life. Uh, this person hasn't finished watching this show, but it's on a, l- a list. Features six 45-minute episodes. Memiosan takes up the equivalent of a television hour and definitely serves up more than enough grotesque scenes to sate horror fans. It's also among the titles that they covered in What Fuck Did They Watch series, which is also on Netflix. Requiem from the Darkness. Let's see. If you're not really in a ghost or zombie mood and would rather take on monsters, there's always Requiem from the Darkness to suit your needs. Um, per- per- wrote this as I'd love to have the opportunity to travel with a writer while he scribes a book of a hundred monsters, you know, which this series is available on Netflix. Elfin Lead. Last but not least, it's Elfin Lead. If you got the stomach for yet another gory, violence-filled anime, then sit back and watch as a special assault team try their hardest to catch Lucy, a frightening, powerful, declonious human. Um, let's see. I don't... I, I can't say... Oh, I don't know if... Elfin Lead belongs up there for as, like... Maybe, but I don't know. I think it's more action than it is gore. But for some reason, I I kind of feel that. No, it. Go on, go on. Yeah, well, it, I mean, it's gore, but it's it's not really horror. Yeah, exactly. 
part of me thinks Death Note should be up there, but yeah, it's more supernatural thriller. Well, yeah. yeah, Death Note should be up there. Helsing should be up there. Uh, what about um... Helsing should definitely be up there. What about Lane? Shouldn't Lane be up there too? Mm-hmm. No, Lane is just uh, Lane is just psychological. Oh, okay. Um, you've got Devil May Cry, mm-hmm. which is demons and devils. You've got um, Witch Hunter Robin. Yep. Which, as a series, I have to get on DVD um, every time I watch an episode of it. So good. If you're gonna go for like the movie type thing, you've got uh, Vampire Hunter D. Um, here's one. Cowboy Bebop knocking on heaven's door. Hmm. Cowboy Bebop knocking on heaven's door. You might not think it, but it takes place like two days before Halloween, so it leads right into that. Huh. I mean, it's not like a Halloween gore type movie, but it's like a Halloween movie where shit happens around that time of the year and they gotta handle business. Yeah. I mean, there's there's Haunted Junction, which is all ghosts and possessions, and just, it's more humorous. Mm-hmm. And um, Hockey Comics suggested... I mean, you, there, there are a lot of other ones besides that one, so... Yeah, but, like, as it is with every person's list, it's everyone's opinion. And speaking of lists... The ten worst dubbed characters in anime. I have a fe- oh goody. I have a feeling this person's probably have never watched anything that came out of Central Park Media. Yeah, there. I, when I was w- reading this list, I was just getting more and more frustrated because seriously, there's like nothing on that list. Hmm. All right, shall we round robin this shit? Okay, let's All do right. that. And I guess when we get to the last one, we all announce it or something. I don't know. All right, Ari, you started off. The 10 worst dubbed characters in anime. And just for this, come on. Come on. There we go. This yeah, is what I makes knew sense. you were going to cue that up. Number 10. Number 10, Greg Ayers as Ka- Kaoru Nagisa from Nia Genesis Evangelion. To mm. quote the article here, I hate to do this. I really and truly hate to do this. After all, Greg is one of my favorite anime voice actors ever. However, his sin, rimshot, in the redub for Evangelion is something I have to take in the task for. Long story short, ADV Films did a redub of some parts of the Evangelion series for its Director's Cut edition, and some VAs couldn't be reached, so they recast some roles. One such role was Kaoru, the 17th Angel. Originally played by Aaron Cron in the dub, he was subsequently redubbed for the quote-unquote director's cut by Greg Ayers. And, well, he made Kaoru sound like he was trying to seduce Shinji instead of befriend him. Every line he gets when he's around the third child <clears throat> has an undertone of flirting and comes and come hither about it that, it's, that was not in the original English dub nor in the Japanese. But believe me, I refer to this scene in a shower when they're just about to leave. You don't, have, you don't have to read this section, but because I'm kind of picturing it in my head now, I I've n- I've not heard uh, what Greg Ayers uh, work in in the re- in the director's cut. 
Because I don't even think the episode where Nagisa shows up is on the DVD that I have. So, I gotta tell you this. If you're going to say that the voice actor is bad, then you have to point finger at the director who didn't bring the proper tone in. So, I don't, you know. So, I kind of gotta say. Yeah, I mean, the director let that fly, so. I I think I'm going to chuck that up as calling bullshit. Yeah, I mean, if you look through this... You've got bullshit on speed dial tonight, don't you? Well, if you look through this list, a lot of Eva is on this list, Mm -hmm. meaning that Eva is probably one of this guy's, like, favorite animes. I mean, not... And he's just butthurt. Not for nothing. I'll still say this to this day. When they recasted Ron Maboy type with Richard Ian Cox, I wasn't too fond of it. I mean... If I continue, if I if I was to watch all the episodes from start to finish, his voice would grow on me. I still prefer Sarah Strange because it was pretty cool knowing that it was a chick doing a deep guy's voice like that. It just felt like seasons one to three, Ranma didn't have Ranma wasn't going through puberty. Seasons four to seven, his balls dropped. <laughs> That's kind of how it felt. So. But I can understand they had the recast, but still. <sighs> Alright. Is next one you or me? It doesn't matter. Number nine. Sue Uluhu as Ritsuki Akagi and Evangelion Death and Rebirth. As we said before. Or as you said before. This, pers- this must be this person's favorite title, so... He is heavily critiquing it. Mm-hmm. Or he just really, really hates this, and he's just nitpicking. No offense, but we all nitpick when it comes to our anime, but I don't think we've ever nitpicked this bad. So you want to read it? It's all on you, Mako. What? Number eight. Oh. Oh, so you're not reading any of that stuff? No, I think given our time constraints and how we've kind of bitched about it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so, number eight is Felice Sampler as Cody from Digimon Adventures 02, um, which is basically uh, they're. They actually do make semi okay point. Mm-hmm. Um, basically. The dub says that the O2 cast was in middle school. In the original Japanese, the O2 cast was in elementary school. And the O1 group, except for TK and Kari, were in middle school. So, the fact that the voice actor, or voice actress, made a middle school, elementary school... Either way, a young child sound like he's 30. That is kind of problematic. Well, yeah. And not even in the gag dub, you know, funny kind of way. Like, they'll do it like a like a small, annoying, some sometimes non-human sidekick, either. Mm-hmm. So instead of the person sounding sound like a young boy, he sounds like Chef from South Park. <laughs> or maybe Baby Herman from uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Even better. Okay. Now I'm picturing this little brat with a with a cigar in his mouth, and that's all kind of wrong. Number seven, Vic Mignona as Yoshimori Sumimura from Kikiyashi. Okay, I have heard we've all know him as Edward Elric. 
Some of us know him as um, the dude from Oron Host. I cannot remember. I think it's Tamaki Suo. I've heard some of his stuff in um, Angelic Lair when he's the announcer. His voice can adjust, so I don't see what's so bad about it. More people wanting Mignona's head on a stick? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Elric? Nah, never heard of the guy. You'll excuse me, I'm kind of busy sealing away demons. <laughs> right. Moving on. Number six. Sam Regal is Kyoichi from Boys B. I know, and the little image is here of some chick bending over just like half in frame, and he goes, I know I should be interested, but I just can't be bothered. Oh, for a love of what's good and gravy. And this guy apparently found the anime boring to begin with, but the but this guy's voice wasn't doing any favors. If you're going to find it boring, you're going to nitpick at it. Yeah, usually when people are bored, they, they switch to MS3, MST3K mode. Mm-hmm. Moving on. Mako, you want to take this one? Uh, I thought it was Ranma's turn, but okay. I thought yeah, was... the order kind of fell apart. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so I'm doing... So, Patricia Lee uh, from Patricia Martin, or Patricia Lee as Patricia Martin from Lucky Star. I've watched a dub of this. I have it on DVD. It's not that bad. I, I, I can't nitpick on that. Um, basically their nitpickiness is, uh... That it's not natural the way that they made her high pitched, mm. which I guess is understandable. Just because she's supposed to be a freshman doesn't mean that she needs to be that high or unnaturally high. <clears throat> All right, number four. Dakota Fanning as Satsuki in the Disney dub of My Neighbor Totoro. No, no, no. I like Dakota Fanning's voice in My Neighbor Totoro. I thought it was good. Come on. When it comes to anime, the Walt Disney Company tends to go towards famous people to act. Most of the time, like Spirited Away or My Neighbor Yamada, the outcome is great. Other times, not so much. The redub of My Neighbor Totoro falls in the latter category. The beloved childhood movie was hindered by Dakota Fanning's portrayal of Satsuki. It just seems like she was reading more than acting, and there are key moments that actually sound monotone as compared to what we see on screen. The original English dub, as done by the late Lisa Mitchelson, far and away, remains the better Satsuki in my book. As she actually acts through each and every line. Now, to be fair, just so it looks like I'm not picking on an innocent girl, I will say that everyone in this recast dub has the same problem. More or less including Elle Fanning, Dakota's sister who plays May, and Paul Butcher who does an abysmal job as Kanta. So yeah, when it comes to Totoro, Mal should have left well enough alone. Yeah, well, if you got the right, it's a lot cheaper to redub it than bring the people back. So, mm. I've never seen the original, but watching the, the dub of this, I thought it was good. Come on. You had, uh, what's his name as Gigi? Come on. Um, he was on Saturday Night Live. That yeah. narrows it down. Yeah, I know. Will Ferrell? I don't no, know. No, no, no. He wore glasses. <laughs> uh, he did He did cameo voices on The Simpsons. Phil Hartman? Yes. If I'm not mistaken, Phil Hartman did the voice of Gigi in, in the dub. So, come on. You can't take that away. You can't do that. All right. Number th- can we move on? Yep. 
Number three, Kevin Korn as Daisuke Niwa from DN Angel. Okay, not only this guy's calling the anime poorly executed, and he... main character sets tone for the entire series, blah, 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 blah. Kevin sounds like he's trying to speak posh and proper, over-pronouncing words like there's no tomorrow, and suffering from, a f- from an affiction I like to call crispy teas, which honestly sounds like a really low-end fried chicken restaurant. Listen to him say a single word in every tea, and it's like, important. And I see what he's getting at, but, uh... Honestly, I've never seen DN Angel. I've heard Not mostly good things about it, same but... Same here. Also, when you consider his alter ego, Dark Mousy, is voiced by Vic Mignona, it makes the dreadfulness of his performance... Oh, god damn it. <laughs> Again, harping on Mignona for the sake of harping do, on do, Mignona. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Alright, before we get to number two, make sure someone strap Mako da- Mako-chan down to the chair. I got the blowgun here with the darts all ready to go. Good. Shut up. It's Mono your Marshall fit. as Ryoko and Tenchi Muyo GXP and Tenchi Muyo Ryoki. Remember, it's your fandom. It is my fandom. It is my fandom and my favorite character in said fandom. She has that look of, the fuck is this? Yeah. Did I, just heard, did I just say the word prodigious? Yeah, also, why I, I dress I, like a low-rent Harley Quinn? Uh, actually, Ryoko's cat outfit came first. Mm-hmm. It just had the uh, red and black Harley, Harley Quinn color scheme. That's what I was going for, but continue. Yeah, but, um... Yeah, they, they really just... This was screwed up. <laughs> you, we, we, Funimation admitted to the fact that they dropped the bomb on Tenchi Muyo. Yeah, this was just really, really screwed up. And looking at its GXP and Ryooki, I guess they couldn't get the original voice actors back. No, they couldn't. But still, they it's just really screwed up. It is not at all um, happy times. Mm. Which is why I watched it in Japanese. <laughs> Fair enough. And number one, the entire cast of Candidate for Goddesses. Well, alrighty then. Jesus, talk about beating a dead horse with a broken record. An honorable mention, Keith Burgess as Mokoto Hyuga in Evangelion, Death and Rebirth, and End of Evangelion. With the, with the caption, he, he waits till he hear my voice in the movies. This will really freak him out. I think, yeah, I so wh- th- whoever did this list definitely has a hard-on for Eva. Yeah. I remember the only time I really freaked out about something like that was, I forget who it is, he used the voice of Soon Tendo in Ronma One Half, but he's also the voice of Megatron in Transformers Beast Wars, and there is a video of him as Megatron, yeah, David K doing the voice, and it's like, why does this voice sound familiar? I'm like, holy shit, it's soon. Soon Tendo is the leader of the, of the Decepticons. What the fuck? <laughs> Sounds like a crossover from hell. Well, that probably explains why Soon really didn't have the work. He was getting payoffs. <laughs> yeah. I can think of a... Anyone else got any uh, bad sto- like bad dubs they want to... Uh... 
throw the, at us and add voices? The second and third dubbed voice for Usagi Serena from Sailor Moon. Project mainly, A. Mainly because they were the, the she Laura, Laura was told to mimic Terry, who was the first voice for Serena. So she wasn't able to make the character her own because she was told to sound like somebody else. <clears throat> Project Echo two, three, four versus Battle Gray Side, Blue Side. And I know one of the voices from the, the, the dub group that did that is the Ocean Group. It was just how it just played out. It was just really bad. There's pro- there's probably the reason why those DVs are still shrink wrapped on my de- on my shelf. <laughs> oh, I got one for you. Go. Um, <clears throat> Mastermind of Mirage Pokemon, the first dub. You see, it came out around the time when they had celebrated their tenth anniversary, and they celebrated by firing all the main original cast, and they were still scrambling for some replacements. And the voice they got for Ash for uh, the f- this first dub is just unbelievably god-awful. Well, you have to blame four kids for that, because there was issues, and here's the thing. Nin- the Pokemon group offered them all a contract to, b- to reprise their voices, but four kids said, well, if you go with them... Um, we won't. We will cast other people for our projects, and you know, professional blackmail, as I like to call it. Yeah, that's that's basically what it was. But it, it but they just made him. She just made him sound really grating and annoying, and other at at worst and at best, it was just you know mailed in. But you know what, though? What Jesse still sounds awesome. That. That she does. Yes, she does. Yep. Also, Gary still has the, his original voice actor, a guy named Jimmy Zoppy. Who is also... He must be local to New York because that, cause that name is familiar to me because you know why? Why is that? He did, a, he did random voices for the Slayers. No, no. because no. No, his name pops up, pops up on the credits. Oh, God. This guy goes by, like, I was looking at the guy's file, and he goes by, like, three or four different names. He's a lot of people do that. Carter mm-hmm. Catchguard, uh, Jimmy Zoppy, and what's the other one? Uh, Billy Beach. Welp. But is Jimmy Zoppy his real name, though? Uh, no, his real name is James Cathcart. He, hmm. But uh, Jimmy Zoppy's a pseudonym, but that's what I first... That's what I learned about him first, hmm. so... Anywho, moving on... Um. <clears throat> A poll pops up. Japanese men vote on cosplay that they don't find Moe. The fuck? Yeah. When they talk about cosplay in the anime community, it usually means a cosplay of a fictional character from an anime, a manga, or a video game. For the rest of the world, it simply means sporting a costume that's not regularly worn by the wearer, such as cosplay is often used by couples to reignite their relationships in Japan. To answer which cosplay is more effective in the situation, a site called My Navi Women conducted a web questionnaire last month to ask Japanese men what cosplay they will find that they just can't find moe, even if it were worn by their girlfriends. The research questionnaire collected 189 votes, and here are the results. Moe is like the really cute, like, think of a very cute maid, you know, nerve, that type of stuff. Mikuru moe. from Suzumiya. 
Yeah, pretty much. Number one, at with the 49.7 vote population, Kukurumi. Is that those masks? And the suits. Yeah, it's Ugh. the animal masks yes. and suits. As I'm mostly thinking of something else, like those, like... Kigurumi like, is just, the same, it's, um, it's just a mask with the normal cosplay. Yeah, that's the one I want to kill with fire. Yes, we all do. As said here, I can't appreciate her feminine curves. Another says, there is nothing feminine about it. It's coming from a guy wearing, from guys wearing a pig, cat, chicken, dog, and horse suits, respectively. Number two, Taisogi, which is Japanese phys ed clothing. No sexiness whatsoever. I can't get excited because it's associated with sweaty smells. That had 20% of the vote. Number two at 19.1, bondage. It's only erotic, but nothing else. I just don't like bondage. Well, I guess bondage falls under hit or miss. Depends on how you pull it off. Yeah, I mean, you got to remember that they're talking about what they would want to see their girlfriends in. Mm-hmm. Number, I guess person skipped, skip, I guess it's a tie. Yeah. Number four, bunny girl and baby doll. As said, it's too obvious. I saw a girl who, who I liked at the time dressing up as a bunny girl for Halloween got turned off. Baby doll shows too much skin, and amount of skin is not everything. So... Are you starting to wonder where they found these people yet? No. I'm th- well, you have wait, to, wait, wait, you have wait, to wait, remember, wait. It's, not, it's not Americans talking about cosplay. It's Japanese businessmen talking about what they would like to see their girlfriends in. They're well, not geeks being asked these questions. You would, I kind of, I was about to say maybe because the majority of the answers are coming from tech professionals. So I'm like, well, and I guess to me, tech is kind of connected to it, but you know, uh, number six is a tie in with safe, uh, sailor Fuku's, which is a Japanese school uniform and race queen outfit and school swimsuits called, uh, Mizugi's. Uh, Number nine, Leotard, with 14.3%. The last one had was tied in at 15.9. And number 10, Maid Uniform, 13.8. The poll result seems very conservative, as it includes a lot of signature costumes that people would think when talking about cosplay. Also, keep in mind that the answers were collected from regular working males, not otaku males, who are used to the idea of cosplay. Which is understandable. And now that we got that out the way, our Skype line is now open. So if you have a question about any of the articles that we've discussed, you can Skype us at Anime Jam Session. We'll take your calls if you call in while we cover interesting, interesting news from Japan. So, Yeah, so uh, Unusual Punishment lands Hiroshima Elementary School teacher in hot water. Here we go. Um, a male teacher in a public school... Uh, implemented a bizarre and disturbingly inappropriate classroom rule. I thought it was hilarious and very um, uh, appropriate, Mm -hmm. but I guess other people think it's demeaning. Go for it. Uh, Students who forget to bring their school supplies from home were made to stand in front of the class and pose like the beckoning cat statue usually seen in the entrance of businesses. 
they were made to say, forgive me, meow, <laughs> and have their picture taken. The punishment was in effect from January to July of this year, and pictures of the students were taken starting in May. The teacher continued his classroom punishment until the end of August, when the Board of Education received a call from a concerned parent whose daughter felt uncomfortable being made to look foolish in front of the class. The child was so distressed that she eventually stopped going to school in September. After an investigation, Hiroshima City Board of Education officials deemed the punishment inappropriate leadership and gave the teacher a verbal warning. In all, the images of 11 students remained on the teacher's camera at the time of his warning, none of which have been released to the public. The teacher stood by his classroom rule and said the punishment was meant to discourage students from forgetting things at home. Not for nothing, but the first time anybody had to go up there and get their picture taken and acting like a fool, I would remember to bring my shit in. Mm-hmm. And this person that was, um, their daughter felt uncomfortable being made, being made to look foolish in front of the class and was so distressed she eventually stopped going to school. How many times did she forget her fucking homework, her fucking notebooks, her pens, her pencils? She must have been going up there constantly. Yeah, it sounds like she, maybe she liked it. I don't know. Or she really is that forgetful. And if that's the case, she must be related to me or something like that. <laughs> But I mean, yeah, I mean, taking pictures is kind of iffy. That That's one thing that's kind of creepy. But a punishment like that is, to me, no different than the older punishments where you had to go outside and hold pails full of water and stand outside the door. And not for nothing. I, I think, think I'd rather do that. I think they really need to do that nowadays, you know? If you ask me, you know what I'm saying? They should do that yeah. now in schools. So, what's next? Let's see. Yeah, these two I found, they're a little bit older, but I was laughing my ass off it's with them, so I said, fuck it. Right. Okay. More and more Japanese moms agree. Boys should wear girls' swimsuits. Wow. Way to instill gender, gender, gender identity issues in your little kids. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Continue. All right, this relates back to another article about rural potato farmers. It goes, we see how monster parents can ruin the lives of rural potato farmers, but how do their demands impact the teachers closest to them? Horribly, of course, as some Tokyo area teachers have revealed, particularly when it comes to swimming class. According to an interview with Excite News Japan, school staff are growing increasingly worried about parents' requests to put their sons in one-piece swimsuits. And we don't mean cool wetsuits either. They insist that it's um, a girl's swimsuit. These parents are so passionate that they're willing to abandon rational thought and, and just... Why? You can't finish this article, can you? No, it, no, it's bothering no. Indecent, you that much. Indecent exposure of a topless boy, so put him in a girl's swimsuit. Okay, I can... Un, well, 
It's like a double standard. It would make a lot more sense if a, if the swim outfit was unisexual that male or female can wear it and either person can wear it without any problems. It's like when you're training in martial arts, everyone has the same uniform, you know? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, um... As was said, uh, in a way, we can almost sympathize with the mothers as we do live in a world that sells scent of a boy's anus. (sighs) What? Yeah. um, uh, The smell of a boy's anus scented oil is on sale in Japan. What? Yeah, that that was a news uh, thing from last year in November. Oh, God. Why? This product does not smell like shit. It is purely the smell of anus. Oh, dear God. But yeah, when when you... When you're a whole... Like, Japan freaks me out sometimes. You can't even sarcasm properly, can you? No, because, I mean... You've got people like this where mothers are upset that their sons are being... Basically, it's the, the mothers are upset because their sons can be looked at. And it's just not right that their chests are exposed. Yet, you can go to Japan and go to a vending machine and get used girls' panties. So, I guess it's more like quid pro quo, huh? It's just... Like the the amount of stuff that is okay there, and then the stuff that upsets people, I mean, it's just it it boggles the mind. It really, really boggles the mind. This next one looks like it boggles a lot more than the mind. Go for it. A woman despairs over the size of her son's penis and drowns him in the bathtub. What the fucking what? Okay. Okay. <clears throat> and by far the saddest news story of the day so far, a 38-year-old Indonesian woman has been arrested after drowning her son in the family bathtub, given the reason that his penis was, quote, too small, end quote, for him to possibly enjoy a happy life. According to the sources, the woman was dissatisfied with the size of her nine-year-old son's penis following a routine circumcision operation and so decided to end his life, his life. Later telling police, I thought that with such a small penis, my son would have no hope for a bright future. After he had bathed, the mother drowned her son in, on February 28th in their home. She then removed him from the t- tub before dressing him and putting him to bed. Oh my fucking god, I hate this. I hate this planet so much sometimes. Mmm. <laughs> Number one, why is this woman so concerned about her son's penis size? I think that's the obvious question here. Number two, why the fuck would you kill him over that? Maybe she wanted strong... (sighs) Well, you should have known it was coming. Let me switch it to the proper output. Well... I guess in some cultures, being well hung is a status symbol, I guess. I mean, yeah, it makes sense, but at the same time, he was it's nine, a years nine years old. old. He's nine years old. It's going to take some time for a nine-year-old to get 
to the nine. You know what I'm saying? But maybe and he may- maybe he's a grower and not a shower. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> God fucking damn it. <laughs> oh. Marco, here, here's your magnifying glass. <sighs> uh, uh, I'm, I, I got nothing anymore. Can we just... <laughs> not, I win the internet. Not yet. Right here. There you go. <laughs> so yeah, I, I just I was laughing inappropriately, so I, I had to. What do you mean make were you... laughing inappropriately? Well, when I found those articles, I was laughing inappropriately, so I, I had to force you guys to be the ones to say them. <laughs> I, I'm just more amused by it, if anything, you know. I'm kind of saddened by it. I mean, seriously, just, that's a nine-year-old. So, I mean, it's upsetting, but at the same time, just, what the fuck? Really, what the fuck? If this was humor, it would be the blackest of black comedy. Well, okay, we'll we'll cover this one more, and then we're going to wrap shit up. No, I think we've already covered that one. This? I, the, one, the one that Ari just posted in Skype? I don't, I don't remember. Think... No, no, we never covered this. Yes, we have. We did. We did. I don't. Yeah. Remember. All right. Long story short, Japanese politician takes a stand against parents naming their children Pikachu. See, that's no different from people... crazy celebrities over here naming their kids after comic book characters. Wait, wait, wait. Hold, 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 hold it. Kevin Smith is an exception to that because we like him. Also, he's a bona fide comic book geek. But I was going to go with the fact that we have people in our fandom that are doing this. I mean, I know I've met a couple who named their kids Edward and Winry. At the very least, Harley is a feasible Uh, name for a little kid, for a girl. I know somebody who named their daughter Aerith. Yeah, see, that's where it's I, getting kind of weird. I also yeah, know the, I also know somebody whose last name is Sephiroth. They changed their last name to Sephiroth? He changed his last name to Sephiroth. Okie dokie. According to his now ex-wife, she says it ha- it's more along the lines of... What's that other religion? that The one that Madonna's all into? It has something to do with... Hindu? It, not Hindu. It, whatever it has something to do with that where the name originates from you know i mean i don't know i mean i guess you can get away with certain names but like i said at least ones that are feasible or sound like you know normal english names kabbalah that's what it is kabbalah it has something to do with that well i mean i have an issue when very American people or like the European Americans, the Italian Americans start naming their kids Japanese names. 
I have an issue with that. Yes, it's pretty, and yes, you're into the whole Japanese thing, but if your name is Bob, or your name is is Sarah, or something like that, I don't think you should be naming your kid Sakura. Look, I knew somebody who named their kid Naoki because of their love for Dance Dance Revolution. And Naoki is the name of Naoki Maeda, one of the artists behind the Dance Revolution series. <clears throat> it's th- that just seems weird to me. I understand, like I can understand your naming them, your your showing homage to your fandom or whatever, but at the same time, eh. you're turning your kid into a gimmick. Yeah. You mean a brand? Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I, I have issue. The, it's the same thing. I have an issue with the celebrities naming their kids after comic book characters. And I do have an issue with Kevin Smith naming his daughter Harley Quinn. Because it's a fucking char- comic book character. You want to, it's just like, you are leaving that kind of legacy onto your kids. So. And they may go in a very different direction, (laughs) taste-wise, than you. Yeah, but you have to, like, my, again, it's my personal opinion, and my personal opinion is don't name your kids after people at all. Because then they have to live up to either who you're naming them after or uh, they're going to hate it. And that's personal because of my name. I hate my name. Because I'm named after somebody. Well, and, yeah. Look, trust me. I was also named after I was at, named after somebody very important in the Bible. And I've been given hell for it because I do not live up to that standard. So, you know, hey. <clears throat> But enough of that. Uh, let's go ahead, drop our last two songs, and get the fuck up on out of here. Sounds good to me. Awesome. We'll be back. How you like me now? Heavy rotation in your burial. Kick it out, call a stereo, you made me yo. To the beach, all me not some materials. Yeah. How you like me now? Heavy rotation in your burial.
okay. Okay. I said, I know I said this last week and the week before that. We can't have these long-ass podcasts because of the time that's running, so... Next time, when I send up the outline, remind me to double-check so I can cut articles. Plus yeah, I, plus we I shouldn't have done two lists in the same yeah. episode. Plus, I'm starting to feel <clears throat> my voice go, but... If you check out our Facebook page, um, just changed our cover art to a fan art of the new P- Sarah Miyu outfits. Mako-chan found it through the uh, one of the articles, so... Go check it out. There's a link to the original artist, so... Check out the work. And Sailor Mercury as Maji Blue. I'd ship it. And and also Precure as well. And I don't know what the other character is. So. Anywho, mm. I'm going to probably have to put this on my Facebook wall anyway because it's pretty cool. If it'll show up properly. And let it go do its thing. Alright, so... If you like what you heard, tell a friend. The internet will tell another friend, and so on and so forth. We do this for free because we're passionate about what we do, and I don't have a budget. <laughs> um, definitely check it. So definitely check us out at anime uh, We did have some slight internet issues with the site uh, yesterday, but everything is up and running. You can see a new article from Uni. Uh, she interviews um, a cosplayer by the name of Chikama Teichama. So check it out. It's a good read. So definitely check that out. So no more redirects and all that good stuff when it comes to our website. Um, podcast goes up on Fridays. If you can't get to the podcast because of filters, you can find this on Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, and Xbox Music. If you like what you hear, if you give us a five-star review on iTunes, let us know. Or when we check it out, we'll read it on the air because we're awesome like that. Definitely check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash anime jam session TV. I guess when I go out for my interview and get back tomorrow, I'll finish working on the um, Castle Point videos. I like to get them up before Comic Con. But um, definitely check those out. Um, I do have another YouTube page where I was putting videos. I'm going to eventually pull that down and relocate the videos over. To over. So I had a second page because it's a 15 minute timeline. Now the original page. I can go longer. Yay. But, um, that's pretty cool. Um, we have individual YouTube pages, so if you want to see some of the stuff on YouTube that we like or we create and upload, you can find me at uh, youtube.com slash ggvonmas. Ari is at Ari22682, and Mako-chan is at Jupluna. Definitely follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash session. If you want to be the first in on our photos, our videos, articles, conventions that we're going to, any cool stuff, definitely follow us there on Twitter, twitter.com slash session. But if you want to follow us on Twitter individually, you can find me at S. Ari is at the Ari Man, and Makko-chan is at Joe Videa. Facebook, facebook.com slash session. We're at 2,604 people. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for liking the page, liking the articles, the photos, the videos, the random stuff that we post. As long as you keep liking what we put up there, we're going to continue to add more stuff for you guys because you, you are our fan base. You're awesome. We can't have it without you guys. If you want to find me on Facebook, I'm at facebook.com slash S. That's my new and approved fan page. Um, my website is back up and running at djromness.net and I'll have my photo galleries up, up and running soon. You can find Mako at um, 
Facebook.com slash Makoto Makochan Kino and Ari will soon be up there as well. So And like I said, we're on the Vogue Network Tuesdays at nine thirty PM Eastern. Uh, with an encore presentation Thursdays at one. But since Vogue is what we're on, it's VOG, Voice of Geeks. We're not the only geek centric podcast that's on the show. Um, definitely want to check out Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pod Culture, and Understation Live, especially if you like pop culture, television, movies, books, British programming, Doctor Who, all of that. We have four different podcasts that talk about all of that from different points of view. So definitely check those shows out. If you're into World of Warcraft, you definitely want to check out Wow Wednesdays with Girls Gone Wow at 12 and Whorehouse Live 10 p.m. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, if you like, if you like us at AMA Jam Session, you should check out our our friends over at Electric Sisterhood. They're on before us. They're at Tuesdays at eight. It's it's more like a female point of view of the stuff that we talk about, but just as awesome. Now, if you're into video games, gamer talk, gamer lifestyle, and gamer opinions, where every gamer has a voice, that's the Bobby Blackwolf Show at eight and Orange Lounge Radio, which is at nine Sunday PM. That is the cornerstone of the Vogue Network programming the power block so definitely check those shows out <clears throat> wow my voice is starting to go so let's do these last words let's start with you Ari I've noticed that when, I, when I'm playing GTA 5 and I switch over to Trevor it feels like he's having a much better game like off screen than what I'm doing with him because the past week or so like when I switch over I found him in order shitting behind a dumpster Passed out in the middle of the desert somewhere, pushing some guy over a railing into the bay, and most bizarre of all, in the middle of a f- of a high speed chase with a four star wanted level, hmm. and it only goes up to five in GTA Five because you can get away with more minor shit like uh, stealing a car and wrecking, you know, little things in the- around the world without drawing police attention. But yeah, the fact that Trevor seems to be having a good old time without me controlling him. <laughs> All right, Mako. Um, no, <laughs> I got nothing. Well, that's a first. Um, I'm actually looking through. Um. <clears throat> Pixiv and looking for uh, Sailor Jupiter pictures. Pixiv.com or Pixiv.net? Dot net. Yeah, because um, if you go over .com, some really bad hentai. And I'm talking, who let the third grader near the crayons um, bad? <laughs> yeah, well, not everything on here is... Uh very good either. But it's a step up. Uh, yeah. Some of it is actually very professional-like. Mm-hmm. Some of it, not so much. Eh, it happens. Um, my last words. I have to go to bed early and get up at 8 for uh, interview in Jersey, and I gotta double back and have a Skype interview, which means I'll be dropping off Mako's uh, tablet on Thursday when I'm in the city again for yet another interview. The buck doesn't stop here. Meh. Have fun with all that. 
I was actually just about to ask you about that. Uh, I try to have fun the best way that I possibly can. So, well, as you can tell, my voice is starting to go. So I gotta say thank you all for listening. Uh, we'll be back same time, same VOG network time, same VOG network channel, same VOG network station next week. Um, as I said at the top of the show, we will not be at New York Comic Con. But if you are going, or if you know someone who's going, get in touch with us. We would love to hear what you what your thoughts on New York Comic Con is. Matter of fact, I'm going to see if I can wrangle up a couple of um. Let me see if I can wrangle up a couple of guests on the show who can talk to us about Comic Con and see what they actually thought of it. So, yeah. I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm Mako-chan. Thanks for listening. We will see you next week, so peace out. Time to go. Good night, bitches. Night. Say goodnight, Mako-chan. Goodnight, Mako-chan. Buck doesn't stop with you, huh, doesn't it? <laughs> Keep telling you about that damn tongue. <laughs> God damn it, Mako. <laughs> Good night, everyone. <laughs>